Have you ever known somebody who was a complete contradiction? Well, on the one hand, General Oliver Howard, the white Civil War general who founded the historically black Howard University, was a dedicated freedom fighter for one group of people. But later, he murderously chased down another group. I'm Patty Steele. Compassion in the East, slaughter in the Old West. Next on The Backstory. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. We're back with the backstory. The hit Martin Scorsese movie, Killers of the Flower Moon, has recently given us kind of a peek into what Native Americans have had to deal with here in America. But there are a ton of other stories we haven't heard so much about, including that of the Nez Perce tribe. Okay, let's go back. It's before the Civil War. General Oliver Howard was born in Maine. His family was devoutly Christian and hugely anti-slavery. Howard maintained that the black community's desire to sort of assimilate into American culture and their devotion to Christian ideals proved they deserved freedom. And that's what he fought for in the Civil War, even losing an arm in battle and ultimately winning the Medal of Honor. His devotion to black people was noticed in Washington. So in the aftermath of the war, Howard was appointed to run the Freedmen's Bureau, which was there to watch over the rights of newly freed slaves and help them get on their feet as independent citizens. He was so intent on helping them fully achieve that independence that he worked with the Republican Party to grant freed male slaves the right to vote. His bureau also helped blacks organize themselves politically and set up programs to give them access to social welfare, including food, education, legal assistance, and medical care. Really importantly, Howard also began the push to offer all black people the chance to get a good education. Thus, Howard University, the school we still know as one of the first and foremost historically black universities. He was the driving force and the main founder of the school, which is why it was named after him. He also served as its president from 1869 to 1874. But Howard also caught the attention of some haters in Washington who felt he had too much power and he was giving too many rights to blacks. They called him a fanatic. Next thing you know, he's appointed to the command of a major department of the U.S. Army, and that sends him far away from Washington to the remote west and northwest. Now, imagine it's 1877. You're a member of the Nez Perce tribe. You live way out in the Northwest, beyond all the development and the turmoil of the pre- and post-Civil War years in the East. You've been following a way of life your tribe and your ancestors have followed in that region for almost 12,000 years. Suddenly, your tribe, led by Chief Joseph, becomes the target of the U.S. government's rigid expectations. Why? Well, it seems your people have a desire to hang on to their ancestral lands, which had already been guaranteed them in a treaty just 20 years earlier. 
They also want to follow their own religion and their culture. The government in Washington, D.C., not a fan of the tribe's traditional thinking. So, they send General Howard and a boatload of soldiers to the Northwest to hunt down the Nez Perce tribe and force them onto a reservation in Idaho. So, here's the question. How did Howard get to a place where, post-war, he was chasing down and even killing these Native Americans? Well, it seems the same standards by which he favorably judged black people, their desire to assimilate into American culture and uphold Christian values, are what caused trouble for the Nez Perce because of their desire to stay true to their heritage. Howard, who was noted as a fierce defender of oppressed blacks, becomes the oppressor. He and his troops force the Nez Perce from their homes, and in their drive toward what they believed was their manifest destiny, the right of the U.S. government to completely control North America. Now picture this, the Nez Perce, including men, women, and children, no matter how young, how old, how sick, are literally running for their lives across what used to be their land. General Howard has the might of the U.S. Army, and he's right on their heels. No matter how little food or weaponry they have, the Nez Perce won't be broken. Their refusal to give up their ancestral land and get on board with American culture and Christianity put them in direct conflict with the government. And so Chief Joseph leads them on a grueling, heartbreaking chase that stretched almost 1,200 miles through Oregon, Washington, Idaho, and Montana. They cross rivers and mountains, still remaining dedicated to their right to live on their land. Ultimately, hundreds of Nez Perce are killed and wounded, with women and children even targeted. Several hundred manage to escape to Canada, and hundreds more finally surrender. Now, at the time, the New York Times called what the government had done nothing short of a gigantic blunder and a crime. And Civil War hero General William Tecumseh Sherman said the Nez Perce showed a courage and skill, as well as a humanity, beyond any Native American war on record. Afterwards, though, it was Sherman's decision not to allow the Nez Perce to head to their reservation in Idaho, as promised by Howard, but instead to send them en masse first to Kansas, where they lived on a swampy reservation for a few years, and then to hot, dusty Oklahoma. So, did General Howard turn his back on the principles he clearly upheld in the aftermath of the Civil War for black people? How did he become someone willing to enforce displacement and suffering on people who were merely fighting for their own way of life? It's hard to say. In his memoirs, he called the Nez Perce War one of the toughest of his career, but it didn't really cost him his reputation. He went on to become the superintendent of the military academy at West Point, then the commander of two military divisions in the West, and finally the commander of the Department of the East before he retired as a major general. His legacy regarding education is clear. General Oliver Howard founded Lincoln Memorial College in Tennessee to educate poor mountain folks there, and of course Howard University, named in honor of its white founder, thrives as a powerful, historically black university. Coupled with his treatment of the Nez Perce, though, it's a confusing kind of dark legacy at best.
If you have any stories you would like me to take a deep dive into and to share, please reach out to me. You can direct message me on Facebook at Patty Steele or on Instagram at Real Patty Steele. I'm Patty Steele. The Backstory is a production of iHeartMedia, Premier Networks, the Elvis Duran Group, and Steel Trap Productions. Our producer is Doug Fraser. Our writer, Jake Kushner. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Feel free to reach out to me with comments and even story suggestions on Instagram at RealPattySteele and on Facebook at Patty Steele. Thanks for listening to The Backstory with Patty Steele, the pieces of history you didn't know you needed to know. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.